Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, radio listeners. Welcome to Block Talk Radio. My name is Tyrone Lowe. I'm your engineer this evening. And we have, he's no stranger to Block Talk Radio. The name of the topic today is called Standing for the Cause, and it's going to be spoken by Elder W. Perry Alexander from Charlotte, North Carolina, Antioch Community Church. Go ahead, my brother. Praise God, radio listeners. I'm humbled and uh, grateful to God to be able to share with you on today. And I want to encourage you, if you are in the Charlotte area, to come out and worship with us on Sunday mornings, beginning at 10.45 a.m. with our praise and worship service. Uh, We are located at 8829 East W.T. Harris Boulevard in Suite 115. We would love to have you come out and worship with us uh, on Sundays. But if you're not able to, you can also watch us via the Church Nations television broadcast at YouTube.com. So take advantage and uh, have an opportunity. I'm sure that you will receive a word from the Lord. On today, if you have your Bibles, open them with me to the book of Philippians, chapter number 4. And we will begin the reading at the first verse. I'm going to be coming from the NIV version of the Bible on today. Um, So if you are with me and following along, your version may read just a little differently, but I'm sure you will find out that it is all the same. Um, But the word reads, beginning at the first verse, Therefore, my brothers, You whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. I plead with Euodia and I plead with Syntyche to agree with each other in the Lord. Yes, I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, Help these women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. 
the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I have just read Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. I want to share a word with you today that I believe is truly near and dear to my heart, certainly uh, knowing that we are in the midst of a real human crisis in this world that we now live in, and we've seen it on the national front as far as uh, all the foreign countries and those other cities abroad uh, in the United States, and also we have seen it closer on the home front as well. And I come today to share this word. I have uh, had this word in my spirit for some weeks now, and I really believe that as people of God, it's now time for us to be standing for the cause, and the cause that I am referring to is the cause of Jesus Christ. Now, I know that we have seen uh, by way of social media and by way of the news reports that airs on the TV every day that we see these tragic killings that are taking place uh, with the police officers and with those who are attacking the police officers in revenge for what they believe were to be unjust killings. Now, I, I, I read uh, the Washington Post report uh, that talked about Alton Sterling, who was shot and killed by a white officer in a Baton Rouge 
Louisiana slaying that was captured on video uh, by a bystander. And the next night, we see that uh, Philando Castile, who is a 32-year-old school cafeteria manager who was killed in a Minneapolis, Minnesota, as his uh, girlfriend even broadcast his final moments of life uh, real live on Facebook. And uh, I, I know that I can recall a recent CNN report that there were 49 people who were killed in an Orlando, Florida nightclub and in the deadliest uh, mass shooting in the U.S. and the nation's worst terror attack since 9-11, most authorities said that it was. And it it was these and other tragic killings uh, that have moved and stirred people up to the point to where we now feel that there is a cause that is worth fighting for. Now, this, this is where I believe that uh, people's minds are right now as a result of, of these killings. Well, what, what really is a cause is the question that comes to mind here. Uh, When you look at it, a cause, by definition, it is a principle, an aim, or a movement that because of a deep commitment, one is prepared to defend or advocate for. Now, on an emotional level, I can see in my spiritual vision that this is where many people are today. Uh, So I come today uh, with a message for the people of God that I believe is fit for times like these. In our text today, the Apostle Paul, he has written a letter to the citizens of Philippi and it deals with the need for the people to stand for a cause. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, Philippians 4, uh, verses 1 through 9, is Paul's letter of exhortation sent to the people from his prison cell in Rome. His original intent for writing the letter was to thank the people for the gifts sent to him. However, he uses this occasion to encourage the people concerning the cause. In the letter, Paul mentions a disagreement between two women of Philippi, one named Euodia and the other named Syntyge, Uh, that he asked to be read publicly. So in other words, Paul asked if this letter would be read out 
in public while all the people were present to hear what Paul had to say. The reason Paul asked this is because he believed that the women could reconcile their differences. Now, that's key because in this human crisis that we have in this world today, there has to be some form of reconciliation that has to take place. Uh, But in this letter, Paul believes that the women are going to be able to reconcile the differences. That's the reason why he thought it would be best if it's read out in public. Uh, now, we look when we look at Paul's approach to handling this situation, we understand Paul's approach to handling it is a model of tact, T-A-C-T, tact. It's a model of tact. Now, the word tact uh, defined one way means a keen sense of what is appropriate, tasteful, or aesthetically pleasing. So in other words, the Apostle Paul, he knew what to say or do to avoid giving offense to either side while delicately dealing with the situation. I hope somebody is hearing me there because, see, you got to understand in the midst of this human crisis that we're dealing with, we cannot afford to be a person, and especially a godly person, who chooses to take sides on one person's side or the other. Do I have a witness here? Because if we understand the moral attack that the Apostle Paul shows here in the text, then we understand that we have to have a delicate approach to handling this human crisis. Uh, Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because if we do not, then we have to understand that we can actually uh, play a part in having this situation become more explosive than being able to have the situation become uh, a situation that comes down to some normalcy. So, so, so looking back at all of these recent killings from both sides' perspectives, we have to be sure to orchestrate our cause that we are fighting for tactfully. Uh, If we do not uh, handle this situation delicately and avoid speaking or acting discriminatorily, then we can play an active role, people of God, in causing it to become an explosive outcome. Uh, Do I have a witness here? I understand, I understand now that our hearts are heavy and our angers have been infused to the point to where we feel that we are fed up and we are sick and tired of being sick and tired, but I got to encourage
encourage us today to avoid causing an explosive situation. Oh, yes, because the enemy is lurking and he's trying to wait for the perfect opportunity to seize the moment. And if he seizes the moment, people of God, he is going to destroy those who will allow themselves to be used by him. So, so, so uh, this is the very thing that the Apostle Paul was trying to avoid with Euodia in synthesis here in the text. Uh, go to the text with me, if you will, and uh, you will find that in it, we find Paul encouraging the people to stand firm in the Lord. Verse 1. Anybody see that in there with me? This was Paul's way of reminding them to follow his example of having your mind set on heavenly things and to stand firm in the midst of present struggles for the sake of the gospel. Uh, that's what we can't lose focus of today, people of God. We have to understand that we have to make a stand uh, for the sake of the gospel. Oh, yes, for the sake of the gospel. That's our cause we need to be standing for right there. But in verse 2, in, in verse 2 is where he begins to unfold the two exhortations in, that he has in the Philippians. Uh, he, he, he tries to show the people that we need to stand for the cause. It is important for us to note here now that Paul understood what people allow to occupy their minds will sooner or later determine their speech and their action. Oh, I hope somebody is hearing me there. I hope somebody is hearing me. Uh, but but he goes on he goes on to encourage them in verse four to always rejoice in the Lord. Uh, and in verse 5, he says uh, to, to let their gentleness be known to all people. Uh, so there, there, there's, there is a need for us to stand for the cause, but, but we have to stand for the cause in the proper way. So Paul said we must be reminded to rejoice in the Lord always. But then also, uh, let our kindness, let it be known to man. Let it be evident to man what we are standing for with our actions being seen as godly actions because we're standing for the cause of the gospel. But then in verse 6, he reminds them to not be anxious about anything, but be prayerful about everything. So we see here that Paul's first exhortation is for the people to think 
own positives. And his second exhortation is for the people to put positive thinking into action. Look at what he says in verse 7. He says that, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So in other words, if we are using our minds to think on the positives of situations that we're faced with, uh, even situations such as this human crisis that we're dealing with, if we look at the positive perspective of the situation and then allow our positive thinking to have our actions become positive as a result of looking at the situation from a positive aspect, then we will be able to see the peace of God come upon our spirits, and it will guard our hearts and our minds. Uh, but, then, but then in verse 8, he says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. And he concludes, he concludes in verse 9 by saying, uh, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, what are you really saying here, Paul? Uh, I believe I believe Paul is reminding us that if we practice standing for the cause of Jesus Christ. Uh, that our God, he will be with us no matter what the circumstances are that we may face in this life. He believes that if we continue to stand for the cause of Jesus Christ, uh, then uh, we will be able to handle every situation, even a human crisis that we have now. We will be able to handle this situation if we continue to stand for the cause of Jesus Christ. Now, you may be asking, you may be asking, how can I practice standing for the cause of Christ, knowing that any day, any, any day adversity can come my way? Uh, well, let me lift a few things from the text that I believe will help you. Uh, first of all, you have to handle every situation and circumstance with tactfulness. That's first of all, saints of God, we as a people of God, we have to understand and we have to know that uh, there's going to be trials and tribulations to come our way. 
There's going to be obstacles and there's going to be hurdles that we're going to have to climb over. But if we realize that if we handle the situation uh, or the circumstance with tactfulness, uh, then our God will be there to help us make it through. Uh, so, so if we're going to do this thing the right way, we've got to handle the situations with tactfulness. Secondly, unless I worry your patience too long, you have to rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, there's going to be many, many circumstances that come our way, and there's going to be many different kinds of sufferings we're going to have to endure. But I have to encourage you today that you're going to have to rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, my Bible tells me that uh, once you have suffered for a little while, then the Lord will come and help you out. Uh, so we're going to have to remind ourselves to rejoice in the Lord always, no matter what our circumstance or even our sufferings may be. We're going to have to continue to rejoice in the Lord. Uh, but thirdly, uh, don't be anxious about anything, but be prayerful, petitioning God with thanksgiving. That's what we're going to have to learn to do. See, uh, petitioning to God is something that we should be accustomed to doing as people of God because we should have a relationship with him to where we can go to him just as we would talk to our brother, sister, mother, wife, husband, or father, it does not matter if we have the relationship with Christ. Then we can petition him with thanksgiving, knowing that he can and he will hear and see about us. But, but, but finally, you have to let the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your heart and your mind. What, what do I mean? I mean you're just going to have to think on the positive things. You're going to have to not think about the negative things. And I know even in uh, this, this time of human crisis that we're dealing with, I know it's very easy to get discouraged. I know it's very easy to become angry. I know it's very easy to see only the negatives of the situation. Uh, but we're going to have to allow our minds, as, as Romans continues to remind us, we're going to have to continually renew our minds uh, because we're going to have to find a way to think on the things of Christ, which are the positives of every situation, and, and we're going to have to understand that the negative things are not praiseworthy of God anyhow, so we might as well, as Christian people, we might as well think on those things that are praiseworthy to God. So we need to continue to stand for the cause of Christ by uh, believing.
believing that all things are possible through him and that every situation can be turned around for our good by him, so we must continue to lift him up on every hand and continue to magnify his name. We're going to have to continue to lift him up. I don't care what the situation may be in our lives. We're going to have to continue to give our praise unto God. We're going to have to continue to lift him up on every hand. We're going to have to continue to lean and depend on him. No matter what we are going to have to face in days to come, and even in the midst of the crisis that we're in now, we're going to have to continue to lift our eyes unto the hills from which cometh all of our help. And we're going to have to understand, the people of God, that our help, it comes truly from the Lord. I can't tell you how good it makes me feel to know that it does not matter what the situation is. He can turn it around for my good. Just lift up your head, over ye gates, and be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory, he shall come in. Uh, who is this King of glory? Uh, he is my burden bearer and my heavy load sharer. Well, who is this king of glory? Uh, he is my battle maxer in my time of battle. And I know he will. He will come and see about me. Just trust in him and lean and depend on him. And I know he will. He will. He will take care of you. We just got to trust in him, y'all. We just have to continue to lean and depend on him. No matter. I, I know I know, our hearts are heavy. I know uh, that the burden uh, places us in position to where uh, we feel like we just have to do something. And we just have to advocate for a cause of change. Well, can I encourage you today? to advocate for the cause of Jesus Christ and stand in his authority that is given unto us. He gives this authority unto us, people of God, that we can stand in his name and he can fight the battle for us. I pray today that I have encouraged you in a way that is positive toward the things of God because this situation that we're dealing with globally, it can be changed, but it needs to be changed through the power of Jesus Christ. God bless you. May heaven continue to smile upon you is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. What a word. What a word. I thank you very much, Elder, for that word. And uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of shows, and uh, we ask you to tune in. 
And uh, for your information, if you want to call in for any of the shows, the telephone number is area code 602-753-1729. Okay? And we thank you very much. And until next time, this is Tyrone Lowe, your engineer. God bless. Amen. God bless you.